Good morning, sunshine. It's a brand new day filled with brand new mercies. What was your first thought this morning? Thank you for joining me to hear mine. It's My Morning Thought with Barbara Scorza. Good morning, sunshine. Thank you for joining me for My Morning Thought. What are you thinking today? This morning, my first thought was your last time. What if I viewed everything that I did as the last time, the last time I was in the presence of someone would be my last time seeing them. The last time I left a place, it would be my last time being there. The last time I did a task, it would be my last time doing it. What if I view it that way? I wonder, would the things that I choose to exert much energy into now continue to be the things or the places where I exert my energy? Would my conversations be different? Would I leave a space in a different order if I believed that I may never come back to it again? I think about a couple things that it was the last time. When we left New Orleans in 2005, fleeing Hurricane Katrina, I didn't think that that would be the last time I saw my house. We left that morning and I remember putting school clothes on top of the washing machine because they were doing a, a clothing drive, a school clothes drive at our church. And I wanted to make sure that when we got back that those things would be still available to donate because I thought after the hurricane hits, there may be many people who are in need that may not have been in need before. I never imagined that when I went back, my house would not even be there. My last conversation with my son before they took him back to surgery, the one which he didn't survive, would I have said something differently? Would I have asked different questions if I knew that that would be my last time talking to him? My last conversation with my mom, would I have asked her different things? Would I have done something different if I knew it was my last time? More recently, my last conversation with Miss Tamika. Should I have done more? Should I have said more? Should I have asked more questions? Yesterday, as I exited my car in a parking lot going to an establishment, a woman approached me and asked if I could give her two, a couple dollars, she said, to get a sandwich. Now, I'm going to be totally honest, but before I say that, I need to say to you, you don't need to send me texts telling me what I should or should not do, okay? <laughs> because what I do, I really try to lean into the spirit with it. So, this woman approached me, and typically, I don't do anything. I know some people think that you should, and some people think that it's okay. But typically, I don't do anything when people approach me. But I do try and lean into the spirit, and I will say a prayer. Usually not with them, just for them. So when she approached me yesterday, my first response was, I don't have any cash. But before I could even walk away, I could feel a pulling. And I said to her, but tell me what you want to eat and I'll go get it. She said, I just want a sandwich. I said, okay, I need to go in this store. And when I come out, I'll go get you a sandwich. 
At that same time, another woman was walking up to her and handed her $5. She had just come from that lady's car asking her for money when she approached me. And the woman said to me, I don't typically give money away like that. I said, well, I didn't have any cash. I said, but I did tell her that I would buy her a sandwich. So I went in the store and I came out and she was still in the parking lot. And so I asked her, okay, so tell me what it is you want to eat. She said, I guess just two pieces of chicken. And she points to a KFC that's across the street. And I proceeded to ask her what she wanted from KFC. And it wasn't, it's actually not until this very moment that I'm retelling a story that I remember when I came here from Hurricane Katrina, we were in a hotel that was across the street from a KFC and a gentleman and his wife came and took me and my family out to eat at KFC. Anyway, she's small in stature and very soft-spoken, almost as if she had maybe had a nervous breakdown. Her hands were kind of shaky, so she gives me her order. She says she wants two pieces of chicken, she like a leg and a thigh, and she wants coleslaw. And I asked her if she wanted a drink. She said, yes, that comes with the drink. So I asked her if she was going to be there when I came back. I was going to go across the street and get it. And she said, I'll just walk over there and meet you. So I told her, no, get in my car, we'll drive over. Don't call me and tell me how foolish it was for me to put her in my car. I really felt like God was saying this to me. And <laughs> I think I could have taken her if I had to. <laughs> but as we drove over, I got to talk to her. And that's how I found out her name was Miss Tamika. She's 47 years old. She has no family here. And she lives somewhere near. And she said she left her house because she had gotten hungry. She told me someone was planning to come by today to help her get some food. She didn't have kids and she has been looking for work. She said, like, I can do maybe some warehousing work. Now, she's very tiny and frail. I don't know how much warehousing work she could do. But anyway, we visited for a few minutes and... She even asked me if I was originally from there because I asked her if she was from the area and she said she was. I bought her food and I prayed with her and told her that Jesus loves her and she told me she knew that. And then she got out my car and she was going to go in KFC and eat her food. So I gave Miss Tamika my card and told her my number was on that card and I told her where I went to church and told her I don't know what I can do but if you need something, call me, and if it's in my power, I'll see what I can do to make it happen. On my drive home, I found myself being angry, feeling like there's so many Miss Tamikas out there and others who need help, but most of all need to know that Jesus loves them. And I was frustrated about where I exert my energies, the things that I put most of my time into. What is that? And does that have eternal value? This morning I woke up thinking, what if I never see Miss Tamika again? Did I do enough to point her to Christ? It reminds me of 2 Corinthians 4 and 18. It says, so we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 
So this morning I find myself asking God to forgive me. Forgive me for all the many times I waste the time that he's given me. Where I am exerting much energy on things that are seen, that are temporary, and not on things that are unseen, that have eternal value. So God, please forgive me and help me to see everything, every opportunity, every person that I'm in their presence, see it as if it could be my last time. Help me to do life differently. Help me to focus on what is unseen and not what is seen. And I want to encourage you today to focus on what has eternal value. Pointing people to Christ. Remember, only what you do for Christ will last. I don't know what's wrong. It's like I can't stop crying. But I thank God because I want my heart to break for the things that break his heart. So guys, thank you for listening. And remember, it could very well be your last time. The last time you walk out your house. The last time you visit with people. People that you love and people that you just meet. What do you want your last interaction to look like? Have a great day, guys. And remember... Let me know what you're thinking. Shoot me a text or you can always go to the website www.mymorningthought.com or send me an email at barbara at mymorningthought.com and I'm praying for you as for me that we will not focus on things that are temporary, things that we see things that have no eternal value, but rather on the things that we can't see, but the things that have eternal value and that we will value every minute, every second that God has given to us and use it for his glory. Have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining me for my morning thought. And don't forget, I want to know yours. So leave me a note. And until we meet again, do the right thing because it's the right thing to do. I'm your host, Barbara Scorza, and our music was by Ashat Daniel Yen.